getting hitched again? These seven tips will help your second marriage be more successful. What's up, Brave Hearts community? This is Sean Heineman, your premier pre-engagement coach, back with another segment of It's Scary to Remarry, wanting you to love fearlessly. And these seven tips will help you during your second marriage because there's a lot of things that we go through uh, in this divorce process and starting over and wondering if we even want to remarry again. And then we end up falling in love with somebody. And then it's like, oh, I want to go ahead and get married, but I'm scared. So here are seven tips that's going to help you to improve your second marriage. The first one is we want to read books together, uh, especially if you connect with your significant other or your spouse to be in this kind of way where y'all collect y'all connect on this intellectual level. Right. So whether if it's self-help books, shoot. Maybe if it's uh, action or adventure books, you know, who knows, whatever you're into. But I think that if you take some time to read books together and I always emphasize this because this was something that my wife and I did when we dated long distance and it helped us to understand each other. So that's number seven. I'm going to end with the first one. Number six. Number seven is read books together. Okay, I think that's very important. Number six is take interest in each other's hobbies. What is it that they like to do? Are they uh, the adventure type? Do they like to go kayaking? Do they like to go zip lining? All these different things that they might find interesting. Uh, if it's painting, different things. So whatever they're interested in, take an interest in it. I'm not saying that you have to do this with them all the time, because I believe having a hobby help you to have your own individual time as a person, um, especially when you're going into marriage, because it's important for you to, for the two of you to be one, but then your own individuality also helps you to be a better person as well. So take an interest in what they are doing. Uh, my wife is really big. She's into plants. You know, she's, that's her thing. I'm really not a plant guy. You know, I'm like, huh, that's pretty cool. They're cool to look at or whatever. But the maintenance on them and, and repotting them and getting the pots and all those different things, I'm learning. Um, it's not really my, my thing, but because I like to see the look that it has on her face, I'm willing to take the time to go to Home Depot with her or different stores that she like to go to to get her different little things for her plants and stuff. So if it makes her happy, then I'm cool with that. And just like even with this, she supports me with the business, with me doing YouTube videos and creating content. You might not see her on the videos, but she helps in so many ways behind the scenes. So take an interest in each other's hobbies. Number five, this one is very important. Practice empathy. Empathy is defined as the ability to understand and share the feelings of another. When you're able to step outside of your life, the way you see life through this vantage point, Take some time to listen and understand where they're coming from. And that way, um, without you passing judgment or anything, just listen to what they're saying, because their experiences might have been totally different than yours. So if you're willing to listen and you're willing to see where they're coming from, um, I mean, you know, hands up, you just like, you know, I'm going to submit to what's going on in your world i think that's very important because when you can when, when you feel that empathy towards your uh your spouse to be or your significant other um they feel heard they feel seen so practice empathy and empathy is you not passing judgment 
it's you strictly listening. Don't think about what you're going to say in, in, in return. Just listen to what they have to say and really get the fullness of where they're coming from. Even if you don't fully understand it, you at least want to hear them out because when they feel seen and heard, I think that's when um, intimacy is taken to another level. Number four is learn as much about your potential spouse past as possible. I think this is very important. This will help you to extend grace about certain habits about them that you just can't change. And I tell people, once you understand their backstory, you can extend that grace because you're saying, oh, okay, I remember she did tell me when she was 15, this happened to her. So this is why this is a trigger for her. Oh, he did say this happened to him when he was eight. You know, so when you see these habits that you just can't change and it makes you want to grit your teeth and all these different things, it's just like, uh, you want to go off on them. But when you don't understand their backstory, it's going to really frustrate you because you're like, why are you just crazy? Why are you acting like this? So take some time to understand their past and listen to them again with no judgment and things that they might have been through you can learn to uh, extend that grace to them and you can really get the fullness of why they're behaving. And I'm not saying this is going to make it as easy, but it will give you a better understanding if you're willing to come out of your anger and then understand why certain behaviors are the way they are. And I'm not talking about abuse and things like that. I'm just talking about just things that we do when we uh, grow up and we get older, just these little habits that we might pick up that you just might find irritating. So understand their backstory. That's number four. Number three is take accountability for your actions. What did, and, and I think number three and number two, because number two is what did you learn from your first marriage? I think three and two, they go hand in hand because when you take accountability for your actions, you can understand what went wrong in the first marriage. And you can say, this is where I sucked. This is where I blew it. And when that happens, then you know not to take this into your next marriage because you're like, nope, I'm not having this again. Most second marriage, because the divorce rate is higher during second marriages. And that's because you didn't learn anything from the first marriage. All you did was just blame them and say, well, she sucked at this or he sucked at that. And he was a terrible person. And you thinking that you're going to solve all your problems by remarrying somebody different. But as we all know, every person has their own set of issues. So just because you marry somebody different doesn't mean it's going to automatically just make things easier per se. It's just that they bring a different set of issues and are you compatible and can you work those things out? So taking accountability for your actions is really going to help you out in your second marriage and learning from your first marriage as well. The, the, the first one, number one is, this is a, a common one, but I want to talk about it, is to get a therapist. Um, when I went through my divorce, I knew I needed to get therapy because there were things inside of me that I had to figure out that I didn't want to carry into my new marriage. So uh, I rocked with my same therapist for about two years strong, you know, and we were really able to unearth a lot of things in my personal life and why I behave in certain ways and why I have certain triggers and things that happened to me in my childhood or things that happened to me as uh, a teenager and we were able to really get deep and understand so now when we do my wife and I when we fall out and have differences I can do some self-evaluation and think okay this happened to me because fill in the blank so 
I know therapy is like everybody like go get therapist, go get a therapist. But if you don't know, make sure you just check out with your insurance, see what what kind of insurance you have through your job. Um, and then check out psychology today and you can put in the search bar like therapists, therapists in your area. If you Google something like that on psychology today, or if you type it in the search bar, they'll bring up different therapists for you that uh, kind of caters to where your struggles are, or where you need to speak with someone. And also they have the uh, MD Live app, uh, MD live you can also check them out as well md live app that can help you with trying to find a therapist for you too because i think some people just don't know how to go about that and is therapy really that expensive and you know costs a lot of money but check out through your insurance company and how much um, they're willing to pay and your 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 deductible deductible might not be that much you might not have to pay for every visit um, the amount that you think you would. So check out MD Live and check out Psychology Today. That's how I was able to find my therapist um, and my wife as well. Hopefully this helped you into going into your second marriage. These seven things, they were read books together, take an interest in each other's hobbies, learn about your uh, potential spouse as much as possible, especially understanding their backstory, learn their backstory, take accountability for your actions, and what did you learn from your first marriage? Number one is get a therapist. Hopefully this video was able to bless you. If you're listening to this on audio, if you're listening to the podcast, make sure you leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. We are doing a giveaway for those who leave a rating and review. We'll have a uh, kind of like a little drawing or whatever, and we'll shout you out on the podcast as well. So give you a little love. And if you are watching this via YouTube, make sure you hit the subscribe button and share this with a friend. This is Sean Heineman at A Scary to Remarry, wanting you to love fearlessly, your premier pre-engagement coach. Take care, people.